Happy Easter. Resurrexit sicut dixit. He has risen as he said. This is the greatest message ever delivered to the human race. I'm Jacob Herleman, a seminarian for the Diocese of Austin. I'm going to give a brief reflection over the readings for today, Monday of the octave of Easter, the day immediately following Easter, the day that we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. This is our defining moment as a Christian people, as a people of the resurrection. For the past few weeks, we've been going through Lent and dealing with the coronavirus has been one of the, uh, one of the lentiest Lents that we've ever been through. But now is the time of Easter. Now is the time of resurrection. Now is the time of life. And in this Easter octave, these eight days following the Easter vigil of the resurrection of our Lord, we are hearing from the Gospels a series of readings recounting the moments immediately following when the disciples hear of Jesus' resurrection, what their reactions are, what they do, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they say. And today's Gospel from St. Matthew brings us a, a continuation of his account. You have the two Marys, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, that they've just heard the news from the angel. They haven't even seen Jesus yet, but they just heard from the angel before the empty tomb, do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, just as he said. The two women run away. They don't run away, per se, but rather run towards. They're running towards the other disciples to share this news. And we read in the gospel for today that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they went away fearful yet overjoyed. Fearful and overjoyed. Fearful because of the absolute magnitude of the miracle that just took place. Before they had seen, sure, Lazarus raised from the dead, the raising of Jairus' daughter from the dead. But this is something entirely different. This is the raising of God from the dead. God had died on the cross. Jesus Christ died on the cross. And rather than him raising someone else up, he himself rose to life. Therefore, they are frightened by the absolute enormity of this miracle and overjoyed. The women are overjoyed, as we should all be. It's all true. Everything that Jesus said is all true. If they had any doubts before, if we have any doubts about the veracity of Jesus' statements, of his life, of his message that he proposes for us, they are all obliterated in the face of this fact. Jesus Christ, who once was dead, now lives forever. He said that he came to give us life to the full, not simply surviving moment to moment, passing time until we die, but rather authentically living, living the life of God. Zoe, rather, 
than bios, not simply biological living, eating, drinking, breathing, but truly authentically living. And we experience this life now, even in the midst of our disconnect from the parish life, even in the midst of our disconnect from the sacraments, from being physically present at the holy sacrifice of the mass, God's grace is at work. God's grace is still present. He has not abandoned us because he has risen from the dead. The cross did not have the last word. The empty tomb instead has the last word. These two women went to, they ran to share this news with the others. They were physically unable to keep it to themselves, but they had to go share this unbelievably beautiful news that there is life with a capital L and life to the full. Jesus Christ is alive. We are alive. Let us rejoice and be glad. Thank you for joining us for this reflection. Please know that in this time of the resurrection, in this time of Easter, that myself, all the other seminarians for our diocese, and all of our deacons and priests are praying for y'all in this time, for each and every one of you, those we know by name and those we don't. Please share this podcast with those who might benefit from it. May God bless each and every one of y'all.